Welcome back to Cather's Corner, or if this is your first episode, welcome. My name is Kirsten, and you're listening to A Quiet Corner of the Internet, where we talk about our feelings and thoughts and how we can grow into better humans. Make sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen from to never miss an episode every Wednesday. And if you want to stay updated on the show or me in general, I'm at Catharaxia everywhere that matters. Type it into Google, and I'll be right there. That's C-A-T-H-A-R-A-X-I-A. Hi. (laughs) Did you miss me? I hope you did. It'd be nice if you did. Hi, I'm back. I'm sorry for abandoning you um, on quite short notice, frankly. Because here's what happened. I thought I was superwoman and could do school and this at the same time. And then school came and said, girl, stop tripping. (laughs) There's been a lot happening um, in my life, in the world. Um, We're a month away from an election here in the United of the States. Um, So the tension around that is totally not overwhelming. Um, I'm just getting through midterms. I have a paper to do today, um, so that's fun. But I'm glad to be back doing this because I've missed it, and I felt bad not doing it. Not because I feel overly obligated to people who listen, um, make no mistake, I love y'all very much, but I... I felt bad that I had to keep dropping all of my own creative stuff um, for school things that feel like they, um, how do I put this nicely while also being thankful for my education, don't matter. School things that feel like they don't matter, not because they don't matter, but because it feels that way, you know, because there's not as much control over my time. Or I, like, I hadn't quite figured out how to manage my time in the best way yet, but now I have, and now that I have, I can do this again. So, hi, I hope you're doing well, I hope you're hanging in there. Today I want to talk to you about something that's been uh, a big hindrance in my life that I am working through, and I feel like I'm getting a handle on to some degree, and that thing, as the title had suggested, is validation. And (laughs) if you're like, how? What do you mean? Girl, it's everywhere. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Validation, how it affects me, how I'm working through it. Let's get into it. Alright, before I jump into today's topic, I want to take a moment to acknowledge how absolutely wonderful this backing music is. If you listened to last season, um, you would have heard this new backing track once in the last episode before I abandoned you. Um, This backing track was created by my friend, my dear, dear friend, Natalie, aka Renaissance Woman. You can listen to her music on all streaming platforms. I personally use Spotify. She's an excellent artist and she made this for me as a gift. And Natalie, I deeply appreciate it so much. I love it. It's so cute and it's perfect for this show. So back to the topic of the day, validation. We, You've heard the buzzword, I'm sure. 
Um, I had this episode idea for months. I've been wanting to talk about this for months, but I didn't really know how to go about it without it being just 30 minutes of just like me being all like, why won't you love me? You know, but um, I think now, six months later, um, after some deep thought and reflection and reprogramming, my view on validation has shifted quite a bit, even within the past month of school, when I had first planned to do this episode. So, I know I crave being loved and adored and validated, but for a while I couldn't really pinpoint why, I couldn't pinpoint where it was coming from, like how did this start? And I didn't know until I got hit in the back of the head with a podcast episode which special shout out to hello priestess and black girls and ohm two great podcasts two great social accounts you should definitely check them out follow them dig into their repertoire i would highly recommend it it's a good time especially if you um like the whole self-improvement vibe really reflecting and spiraling on all the things that are life related, you know? But when listening to the validation episode of Hello Priestess especially, I kind of realized to a greater degree how deeply ingrained being validated was into how I went about living my life. And it's not like I didn't know I craved validation before. Like, I know this. Like, I feel like anyone who grew up being, like, the good child or, like, a really good student. Like, I was a gifted kid. Like, come on. Validation is my jam, (laughs) whether I like it or not. But I kind of forgot the degree to how much external validation really affected me until school started again, (laughs) which is kind of embarrassing. Uh, School, for me, is the epitome of validation just because... For whatever reason, and I was talking to my friends about this as well, I have like this weird need, even though I'm very distant with my professors, my teachers, instinctively, I have this deep need for my teachers to like me. And for whatever reason, my brain ties them liking me to how well I'm doing in that class. So when I don't do well on an exam or a paper or like that's a big reason why I don't turn in work late because I can't stand the idea of them thinking badly of me when in reality like sure it's good to have a good relationship with your teachers I'm not saying don't have a good relationship with your teachers there's a lot of value in that but also like it doesn't matter like it literally doesn't matter (laughs) and even like there have been so many times where I've like put in all this work and effort just to make sure a teacher doesn't hate me and then I don't even like the teacher or the teacher doesn't really even acknowledge my existence. So it's like, why am I stressing myself over this class that I don't care about? The teacher doesn't really give a shit about me. And it all goes back to this need to be validated. And I think for me, school's the epitome of validation outside of like social media, which is like another big one for me as well. And like I said, I think it just comes from how I've kind of come up within the school system. And I'm out here running ragged, sacrificing my peace of mind. In hopes that a little turning in like semi quality work will make my professors like love me or at least root for me. And like literally, who cares? Why 
<laughs> why am I craving approval from somebody I've known for like three weeks at this point it's been six weeks that's like a month and a half and I was in a relationship dude what the, what what it like when <laughs> like name a relationship in your life where it's reasonable to put that much emphasis and weight on how someone else perceives you you know because like people's perceptions of us aren't who we are which is something that i had to learn and like sure people's perceptions can shape who we are but that doesn't mean that's who we are you have power over your identity and how you move through the world but by default and i think validation plays a lot into this we tend to sort of take other people's perceptions of us and make them us i know i have a big issue with this i feel like most people have a big issue with this because we're social creatures you know we're a product of our environment other psychologically defined statements <laughs> but like you feel like i've had to take a lot of time to sort of deprogram myself a bit from that and it's kind of impossible to do completely because again we're social creatures and like I don't really know who I am as a person the most I have about like who I am as a person is based on how other people think I am as a person and me being like yeah I like that and then just taking it and it feels so good when some aspect of who you are is seen by someone like yeah I like that keep keep doing that like yeah that makes me like you a lot like that's so validating but I don't want my validation or my self-validation to be entirely external because that's so dangerous especially in the environment I am now where I'm not really interacting with a lot of people a majority of the time it's I spend a lot of time by myself with my family and most of my interaction is online and as we all know online interaction is not real <laughs> not that it's not real but like it's even more augmented than like in like real life interaction is there's even more um lack of context so taking like validation or like hoping for validation in my classes when i'm only seeing my professors through zoom classes and let's be real they're not really paying attention to me for most of the class it's like that isn't going to do anything for me if i'm going to do my best in these classes it has to be because i want to do my best and not because i want my professors to like me and that's something i've had to come to qualms with when it comes to how i do work as well and i feel like with social media it's really easy to understand where this compulsion is coming from but I feel like my awareness around like everything regarding validation has been heightened extremely as I've been quarantining kind of and just being home and doing school and just being hyper aware of like, okay, am I posting this because I want the likes of people perceiving me and me like, oh yeah, I fuck with that. Am I making this so that people will like me more? Am I saying this so that people will like me more and being more honest with myself about the motivations of my actions? Because I don't want to become a person 
that is so deeply rooted in people-pleasing that I am not a person. And that's... I don't want to say that's who I am, because I don't want to manifest that, but I do feel like for a really long time, that's where I, I kind of defaulted to. And now I've been coming out of that more, kind of... And it's hard, because being a people-pleaser is easy. It's not bad. I don't want to, I really don't want to say that it's bad, but it is easier and less mental effort to just go with the flow of what everyone else expects from you than to take the time to really reflect on what brings you joy and what makes you happy and stepping into your truth and really like finding yourself and your bliss and like all that stuff like it's so easy to say but like it is hard it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of reflection and ironically isolation to figure that out and that's what i've been doing is it successful <laughs> but i'm trying you know and that's all we can do all right with that being said um Let's take a break, um, talk about some things that have been helping me through this school year, um, and then we'll get back to chatting more about validation and stuff. (laughs) All right. Alright y'all, before I talk about my favorites, I would like to remind you um, that it's really helpful for my podcast if you take the time to go and leave an Apple Podcast review, five stars if you please, because it just helps my podcast get seen more on the algorithm, and it also gives me insight into what you like about the show, so leave a review, leave five stars, leave a note, and mayhaps I shall read it on the show, but yes, please do that. That being said, I want to talk about some things that have brought me joy. Usually, I try and relate my favorites to the topic of the day. Um, not gonna lie, didn't really do that this week, so I'm just gonna talk about stuff that is helping me. (laughs) It's been stressful. The first thing I have on my list for this week is golden, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, because, um, golden is my favorite song. Actually, scratch that, because I, I, I just, it's the song I replay the most off a fine line within the past six months um and it seems like mayhaps we might be getting a golden music video if everything works out accordingly there has been filming in italy it seems like it's on its way it's about to drop as a single over the place and i like Harry, if you're listening to this, he's not, but I'm going to put the energy out into the universe so he'll feel it, right? I I need you to not pull it to ghosts. I need this video um, for my sanity, um, for my will to live. <laughs> I'm joking, but also I'm not. Please drop the video. Um, it would be so great. I love that song. I love Fine Line, the album. It looks like it's going to do really well. 
as far as Grammy cycling goes, and that's so exciting. It's a masterpiece. If you haven't listened to Fine Line because you hate Joy, um, get off your high horse and go listen to the full thing. It's great. It's a great album. It's a good album. It, it's a good album. Like, the only people I know who, like, genuinely hate Harry Styles are people who are pretentious, so don't be that. Like, have fun. Enjoy things. Let people enjoy things and go enjoy things with people. That being said, my second thing on my list here um, is my new plant baby. I went to a plant nursery um, a couple weeks ago now because self-care, and I got a philodendron. It's striped. She's striped. Sorry, baby. Uh, She sits on my desk um, with me while I'm working. Her name is Gloria. Um, nicknamed Tigger because of the stripes and I love her so much and I'm so glad she's alive Um, fun fact about me I have a brown thumb I have killed succulents I I I don't know what I did wrong I do know what I did wrong now like I didn't know how to repot plants before I didn't realize that you need to get a vase with a hole so it can drain properly and not get like root rot so I'm learning with this plant I'm really excited to see her continue to grow and flourish as I continue to grow and flourish. Like, we're in this together. She looks so good, and she's so cute in her teeny little pot. I'm so, it's gonna be so exciting to watch her grow up. The only thing I'm worried about is when they, like, go back to school in LA, theoretically next year at the rate we're going, or if I were to, like, move out of the house in the near future how I would get her to come with me um, because my mom will kill this plant if I leave it with her and um, my brother is too busy to be caring for plants in my honor so I'll have to figure that out. (laughs) The last thing I have on my list of things that are bringing me joy is Ashton motherfucking Irwin. If you don't know, I am a five sauce Danny. On and off. I kind of have been keeping my distance the past few years because I have a, a, a life that needs to be lit and priorities uh, above this band. But I have loved five sauce since like eighth grade. They're a good band. I, I like their music. Uh, Young Blood really popped off, Calm popped off. Their self-titled pops off. We don't talk about sounds good, feels good. Um, and if you don't know, I have such a soft spot for the rhythm section of that band. It started off in Ashton's lane, so I have an even softer spot for Ashton. But Callum, I see you. I see you. But Ashton is dropping a solo album, and I've never been more happy in my life. Like, you don't understand. Like... If you're in Ashton's lane and you're a Five Sauce fan, you know what I mean because all we've ever wanted is for him to sing. We've gotten harmonies. That's all we've ever gotten are harmonies. And then there was that one cover he did with the band for Roots where he got to sing a solo and it sounded so good. And now we're getting a whole album of that. And the music is sounding so good. It has like a 90s rock vibe. I am so excited. The like the way my like inner child was so happy inner child inner middle schooler inner high schooler i don't know but it just it sparks so much joy i'm so excited to hear the whole thing he seems to have put a lot of thought and care into it 
and it's just so exciting it's so exciting but that's all i have for today for my favorites now let's go back to talking a little bit more about validation because i do have a few more thoughts <laughs> Okay, <laughs> now, back on validation. Validation is so tricky to me because what I've found is that a lot of my internal programming revolves around it, which I've kind of already discussed before with school and social media, but it also has a big effect on how I create things, my creative work, and a lot of my belief systems as well, which scares me a lot because it makes me wonder <laughs> just how much of the stuff I do and think uh, would be there if it wasn't for other people and not in like the like amiable way in the more like I just worry sometimes how much of what I do is programmed and how much of what I do is manifested from within me and even how I move through the world is set in this sort of craving for you know like love and safety and my poor brain thinks getting likes and smiles is the equivalent of that and i feel like within the past month since i originally um kind of planned this episode I've been getting a bit better at not attaching too closely to that external validation of word, I mean, not like words of affirmation, because that does come from a place of sincerity, but like the more arbitrary stuff, like how many likes a post gets, or how many views, and how many listens, and that external validation in the work I do, and the things I say, and trying not to align everything I believe with what I see and taking the time to be more critical of why I'm believing what I'm believing, whether it's because I've been taking a philosophy class and a research methods class, or if it's because, you know, death to celebrity culture. I know it's ironic that I have preached this, considering I literally just last segment was raving about Harry Styles National and I don't care. I can be a hypocrite because I'm a human being. But <laughs> it is something that I've been thinking about a lot, just how much my views are impacted by that gut reaction to be as amiable and open as possible. Because it's really easy to be liked, like I said before, but finding, finding validation from within yourself it's hard because we're not taught to do that. A lot of times when we think about people who are able to validate themselves, you gotta frame them as narcissists. And I think a big misconception people have when it comes to that kind of thought pattern, that style of thinking, is that narcissism comes from a place of insecurity. Whereas if someone is able to like look at themselves without other people affirming it and be like, yeah, I look cute, yeah, I'm smart, yeah, I'm this, yeah, I'm that. It doesn't really make them narcissistic, it makes them self-assured, and I feel like right now, I definitely feel like I'm a bit more self-assured than I was a month ago, for sure, but I'm still not the most self-assured person. I still rely a lot on 
external cues for how I should feel about things and react to things and feel about myself and react to myself and it scares me uh, because it feels immature and it's not immature like this is something we're all gonna have to work through throughout our lives but it concerns me because I do want to be a person who isn't affected by that because not just because those kind of people are cool even though that's definitely part of it because again validation but also the amount of mental energy I could save if I wasn't constantly thinking about how to get people to like me or what to do so people won't hate me. Insanity. True insanity. How much good that could do for me. But how that's been happening when the little voice in my head that's like constantly saying work harder smile more it's really freaking loud and i feel like even it's not just that blatant and cut like plainly cut of just like i need to do this you need to do that i feel like a lot of my impulses regarding validation when it comes to like you're not doing enough at the core there's a part of myself which I've had to come to terms with recently, that I just, I don't think I'm good enough. Like, it's sucky because I feel like saying that um, feels like a failure on my part. Like, I should have gotten to the point already where I, like, feel good enough and doing all right. But I don't. Like, there's, I don't. I could blame it on, like, society, you know? And, like... Like, yeah, society tells me um, for a multitude of reasons why I'm not good enough, but it's really not that for me. For me, it's years of programming. It's how I grew up. It's the fact that I felt the most loved and praised when I did really well in school or really successfully in an activity, and I didn't feel seen if I was mediocre at something. That's what it is. It's all that programming that's now been internalized to the point that when I'm not doing my best, I feel lesser than, I feel unworthy of giving myself compassion, (laughs) which is not okay. That's not okay. It's not okay. Because I am worthy of compassion. I am worthy of being loved whether or not I am doing the most or not. I should be worthy of love just sitting on the ground, staring at a wall, eating saltine crackers. Not saltine crackers, maybe like, maybe like whole wheat crackers with like a little bit of salt. So it's like kind of sweet, kind of salty and savory and not the point. The point is I'm worthy of love whether I'm doing the most or not. And I'm saying that, but I need to internalize that more. And part of learning to internalize that is facing the fact that I don't feel that way. And I don't think people take enough time or how do I put this? I feel like a lot of times when we have these conversations regarding validation and self-love, we don't address that part of it. The fact that there's a reason behind why we don't feel that way. No one wants to talk about how much they hate themselves unless it's a joke. But like 
I, I would never say that I hate myself, but I definitely have a hard time being proud of myself unless I do something. I have a hard time being compassionate towards myself unless I've earned it, and that's not okay. That's not okay. Like, when am I? Like a stepmom? Like, what is that? That's a horrible relationship to have with oneself. And that's a big part behind why I crave validation, why a lot of people crave validation is because we aren't validating ourselves and the big reason behind that is because we feel like we don't deserve it and you do i do we all do and the first part of figuring that out is confronting the fact of why you feel you don't and taking the time to process why you feel you don't shadow work if you will if you're into that hippy dippy terminology um owning your shit if you're not into hippy dippy terminology but So I'm not saying that you shouldn't seek validation, but what I am saying is that it's good to acknowledge and understand what this looks like for you and how it affects you simply for your sake. Because there's a lot of times where seeking validation does benefit us. Like, we live in a capitalist society. The whole thing is just fruitless validation you know employee of the month getting a raise getting a new title it's all just fluffy forms of validation and like sometimes validation keeps us going like it's okay for people to compliment you and for you to accept that and have it make you feel good it's okay if Posting something on Instagram and getting a bunch of likes makes you feel good because you're a human person. But I think it's less that and more taking the time to understand how that's affecting you and your understanding of yourself and your care for yourself and how it ends up sort of manifesting in your life. Because having taken the time and continuing to take the time to analyze how it affects my life, I feel like has been helping me treat my brain with a lot more grace than I would usually be inclined to, which has been interesting to think about. Because if you're doing things you don't want to to feel accepted, then that's bullshit. <laughs> that's, that's like the whole tie, right? I needed some water. That's like the whole tie, right? It's when it's that line between doing things and seeking validation and it brings you somewhere versus doing things you never wanted to do or you never felt comfortable doing. Because that's what happens to a lot of us, right? And that's where it becomes so maladaptive. Validation shouldn't drive how we live our lives 100% of the time. And I feel like for me at least, and I feel like for a lot of us, that's exactly what happens. So, that is the truth I bring you today, is to take the time to analyze how being validated looks like for you and how it's affecting your life. Because I promise you, for most of you who listen to this, it is affecting you way more than you know. It is so rare for validation not to affect us. Think of your favorite person in your life, celebrity, I don't care. 
And they're in the same boat as you. A lot of us seek validation from different people. But again, it's the degree of how much it affects how you live your life. Is it holding you back? And I feel like for a lot of people, including myself, it does. But I definitely wouldn't say that the desire to be likable is evil because it's not. Wanting to be liked is a part of human nature. The, you know the type of people, there's like two types of people that don't desire being liked. There are people, those are people who are very self-assured and like themselves enough that they don't need to constantly seek being liked. And the other half is just sociopaths because they don't care. <laughs> they don't care for human connection or emotion unless it serves them. You know, so <laughs> I don't think the desire to be liked is bad at all. I don't even think needing external validation is bad. Again, it comes down to how it's affecting you. And that's all I have to say for today. What a comeback. A message to pack a punch, you know what I mean? Well, before I leave you, let's do our breathing exercises to wind down. Four in, four hold, six out, okay? In, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, Three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. Before you go, remember to follow or subscribe wherever you like to listen from to receive future episodes. This podcast is available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Stitcher. If you want to stay updated on the show or just me in general, I'm at Catharaxia everywhere that matters. You are amazing. You are doing what you can. Take care, and I will see you next week on Cather's Corner.